Hello and welcome to another episode of My Arundel Biz Podcast, powered by Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. I'm Grayson Orfe. And I'm Steve Adams, Marketing and Outreach Manager at AAEDC and your podcast co-host. Um, very pleased today to be introducing you to and to be joined by Tom Giancola. Um, he is the owner of Makeatha, uh, a cottage food business based in Annapolis um, and a self-proclaimed bread guy that... Uh, our office knows very well um, from many farmers markets that uh, we see him at, but also from um, enjoying some of his great products at our Arundel Grown Dinner and our um, recent IVP social. So, Tom, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me, guys. And um, just to dive right in, if uh, you could tell us a little bit about your background, how you decided to start the business, got into bread making, and um, also finally where make of the comes from yeah so I, I feel like we have to start with where does this name come from yeah, uh, yeah. and it's 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 tied very much to our background uh, five six years ago I started teaching myself how to make bread and of course anyone who's ever made any type of dough at some point you're gonna put sauce and cheese on it and you're gonna make mm -hmm. a pizza and when that happened I got the bug really bad and I put a brick oven wood-fired pizza oven in my backyard and I had all my neighbors and friends coming over and one day everyone's over there and, and they're just really just not helping get everything set and I, I became probably the most cartoonish Italian personification of my New Jersey roots uh, okay. uh, and I started saying hey we gotta we gotta make it the dough we gotta make it the sauce <laughs> yep. we gotta make it the cheese we gotta make yep. and everyone stopped and looked at me what did you just say? I was like, we, 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 got, we got to make of the... And from there, make of the that was born. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, our, that's where our name comes from. Uh, so it's not McKeith for no. everyone out there. When I, when I first met you, I was, I, I'd heard that story before, but I, I did think, so what is make, make eighth, make him, make eighth? So it's a little bit of an inside joke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Similar to our tagline, Annapolis's underground bakery, right. uh, which is a little bit, again, like an inside joke amongst uh, our friends and our customers. We built uh, what is tantamount to a full-scale commercial bakery in our basement yep. so it is quite literally in annapolis and underground annapolis's underground bakery was born that's awesome that's awesome dude uh i got a question for you so um you know even the bible calls you know bread you know the the it's the bread of life it's the bread bread everything is bread what makes you guys's bread so unique or what's what what makes it so um um, I don't know what, how, how to explain it. So um, unique to this area even. Yeah, so it's a great question. The, the, the history of bread, um, it goes back even further than like the early biblical references. When you, when you start to really dive into the anthropology here, uh, our earliest societies formed around people working cooperatively to grow grains, to harvest them, to grind them between stones, to mm. 
bake them in ovens. And, and the baker was just one person in this community that would take everyone's grain share from their labors of, of trying to grow and cultivate these crops and would turn them into to loaves. And so really that's how all of our modern societies were formed. We, we coalesced around like the common shared survival of growing and, and, and making food together. And so bread has been a staple in, in helping bring people together uh, since societies were formed. And, and we like to think that we're doing our best to carry on that lineage by just treating simple locally grown ingredients with the, the respect and the, the, the diligence that they, that they deserve. Um, and so I, I, I always think like, you know, I, I would hope that a baker from a thousand years ago or a hundred years ago would, would be able to walk into our bakery, maybe be a little bit confused by the, the fancy ovens and the lights, right, right. but mm -hmm. look at it and say, okay, you, you have flour, water, and salt, yep. and it's just locally grown flour that was freshly milled. You're adding water and salt and you're making bread. Yeah, we can make dough together and we can make bread together. And, and that's, that's part of what makes us special. And, and you know, that, that connection that we have to our customers selling directly right, to people right. mm -hmm. at farmers markets and, and at our, and our retail partners is, is something that that's been passed down for generations. And yeah. I, I would say almost everyone has a bread memory, mm. right? Something that personal, you know, it's a, it's a part of their history, you know, bread that they got with their families, you know, maybe it was making French toast uh, on, a, on a weekend or, yeah. you know, for me it was going and getting bagels after church on a Sunday right. with my yeah, dad, right. yeah. you know, but everyone has that bread memory and I, I hope, you know, and I've, I've sort of seen this already in just a, the three years that we've been at the farmer's markets, I've seen families come with their kids and, you know, the kids were were in arms and then they're in strollers and, and now they're yeah, that's awesome. being given, you know, their, their money to, to come buy the bread and, and bring it back to their parents. And I, yeah, yeah. And I just, just make sure, oh yeah, no, yeah. the parents are over there. They're, we're yeah. getting the, the high sign, we're, we're good to go. And so we're, we're, we're really happy to be, and really feel honored to be part of that community. And, and that I mean, I tradition. don't mean to make it sound like this, but that really is the bread of life. It's kind of like you guys are really like heartbeat of a community mm -hmm. because it's more than just making bread, but you're making memories, you're making an awesome experience for people just to be able to like come and and enjoy time with their families yeah. and it's is that's that's really the heart of business to it's, be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I love that whenever I go to farmers markets and I always think it of how unique it is to be able to go not just buy produce from a farmer that grew and harvested your stuff but you know jelly from the person that made it, bread from the person that baked it and it's mm -hmm. obviously super rare. Um and and uh, definitely the between that and your bread obviously being very high quality, tasty stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely uh, definitely special. Um, and with the farmers markets in mind, I know that's where we first met, and I've yeah. seen you uh, uh, do very well there. I often get there toward the last hour that you guys are open, and you're often sold out of a lot of stuff. Um, so that's, on wood. that's definitely, yes, <laughs> yeah. hope that keeps going. Yeah. Um, but I also, uh, I know you pretty recently started selling in Annabeth's downtown and then uh, David's Natural Market as well. Um, so obviously 
you're growing. Uh, and uh, so if you could tell us a little bit about just how that growth has gone and, um, you know, where you're headed. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's that's really been a, a, a privilege, right? We we didn't plan on going into retail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was an option. The law allows it. We were, you know, kind of just always say like, oh, maybe one day that would be that would be neat. Um, but Annabeth was a customer. Yeah, she she was a customer who would come down with her, her kids uh, to the market and she she just pulled me aside and said, you know, I have this shop downtown. And I was like, oh, I I know that shop. I've been there. And she's like, yeah. I would love to stock your bread. What, what do you think? And we worked with her. Um, yeah. And I know if you go in a little detail there. So I know from our Arundel Ag team, there are a number of whether however high or low they are there are a lot of hoops that are involved with getting into retail right there there are right and and it's it's an exercise where you need a reliable business partner and that's something that honestly i think we could only have done with someone who is so local and passionate about the community the same thing with david's natural market uh over in gambrels right it's it's a wonderful store it's they care about the products. They care about where the food comes from. They care about the customers, and it's it's reflected in what they choose to stock. Mm-hmm. You know, they not, they're not just taking whatever can come off of the the tractor trailer. Right. They would rather work with someone who's local, who has a little bit um, higher quality product. Yeah. And and that's really been a, a honestly, it's a privilege for us to 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 be able to work with them, right. and to then grow with them. We. We now restock Annabeth and David's three times a week, minimum, uh, which is which is great, right? It means people in downtown Annapolis can walk to yeah. Annabeth's, get a, a loaf yep. of bread, yep. fresh, pick up a nice bottle of wine, and and yeah. and you know go have a nice dinner with their family, or right, right? or or go to David's and, and pick out some some really high quality food, uh, and make a nice meal with their family, and, and that's it's yeah. really wonderful to be a part of that. With the growth of of your company, what or your business, what um, what are some of the challenges that you got? Yeah, so uh, growing a cottage business has been uh, an interesting refresher in a civics lesson for me, uh, honestly. The, the first time we tried to open, uh, we actually found out that there wasn't a permissible zoning ordinance for it. Um, and so we, we ended up reaching out to our representative, uh, Councilwoman uh, Lisa Rodvian, yep. uh, we explained what we were trying to do. We explained, you know, that this was allowed under state law, but not under county ordinances, and asked if there was something that she could do. Uh, she sponsored a bill almost immediately, picked up a couple co-sponsors, and we had a unanimous vote from the county council. Uh, thank you to all of them. And then uh, County Executive Pittman gladly signed it into law. He actually invited me and uh, some of my other cottage bakers who provided testimony to the council. Uh, to come to a virtual bill signing because it was in COVID. Oh, that's neat. And, and so it was really interesting to see like, oh, this is what a representative government does. You, you raise concerns, they, they address it. Uh, and then similarly, on the state level, uh, you know, the cottage food had a sales limit. It was rather low. Right. Uh, we spoke to Delegate Mark Chang from the Glen Burnie area yep. uh, about it. And he, you know, he, he thought that was just unrealistic like how could you expect to grow businesses in this state if if we're, we're arbitrarily capping it and so we worked with him it took us um, only two legislative sessions which is 
quite efficient in, mm -hmm. in state government. And when we ended up bringing it uh, back the second time, we picked up, I think, 22 co-sponsors on his bill, got a unanimous vote in the, in the State House of Delegates. When it went over to the Senate, unanimous vote over there. Uh, Governor Hogan invited us to come to the bill signing, and I have a picture uh, with Governor Hogan. I got my, my, my uh, commemorative pen from the event. And so, you know, we've had challenges in, in, in the, the legislation, but we've been able to kind of work through uh, our representatives to get there. We, when we wanted to grow our business and build out our bakery, uh, you know, we were very transparent. We went to the planning and zoning board. We went mm -hmm. to the building in inspectors and we said, hey, here's what we'd like to do. Can we find a way to do this? And, you know, after going back and forth, uh, you know, we found a path forward and, and we're really happy to have been able to build the bakery that we built following all the rules. And it's been right. really just a it's been an interesting reminder in how to do things right. And sometimes you have to go slow to go fast, right? Mm -hmm. to, in order to get the efficiencies of having better ovens or better mixers mm -hmm. or you know, being able to sell more at a market, we, we, had to, we had to take that slow step of working with all these different people. And it, that's been incredibly rewarding because we got to make these wonderful connections along the way and, and really get to be connected even further across the cottage food businesses and right. with our local community as a whole. Yeah, that's awesome. And you're kind of, you know, you're setting up a path for others to follow. Uh, which the is high great. tide raises all boats. Yep. That's, that's just how it has to be. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know we were talking a little bit before about um, one challenge I think of with all, all producers is kind of knowing, you know, how much to bake or take to this or that market on a week-to-week -week basis. Um, you're not dealing with necessarily the big variable that farmers are of, you know, weather on a season-to-season -season basis, but, you know, the weather's really bad. You might have half as many people show up yep. um, at a market one day. So if you could tell us a little about what we were saying before that um, I thought was a cool way that you uh, cut down on the wastage. What you were telling me about yeah. buying back from, yeah. from so, uh, David. Yeah, so we'll, with, with our markets, one of the things we, we, we do is, you know, we just try to promote it on social media, but we're not really just trying to promote ourselves. Right. Um, again, it's just, it doesn't feel authentic yeah, for me to be right. out there trying to just self-promote. Yeah. I would much rather tell you about, hey, the dairy guy that we, we are right across from, Nice Farms Creamery, uh, they're going to be coming there and they have two new cheeses that they're bringing or they have yeah. this amazing butter that is richer and creamier than anything you could buy in the store. Right. Come on down, check them out. Or, hey, you know, while you're while you're there buying your, your, your hearty loaf of bread, you know, so you can have nice sandwiches all week, why don't you treat yourself to a cookie? You know, our, yep. our friend Katie, who, who has a business cookie jar kits, yep. makes these cookies the size of your face. You know what? You're, if you're going to be bringing, coming down and bringing the kids, Here's a good way to keep them uh, well behaved right. for, for your yeah. while you're shopping, right? Yep. Uh, or or come try some of, of Kim's jams from Fructose yep. and know Spice. Her well too. You know yeah. she she comes up with these wonderfully unique flavors that you will never see on a store shelf unless she chooses to sell retail. Mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of connection is is really wonderful. And so we do our best to not only promote ourselves but to promote everyone right? right that high tide concept and then when we have extra loaves that don't sell at retail um, we take them back right they're still wrapped they're still bagged 
and we, we turn them into to toast points. Yep. Um, um, which is a great, right? It's, we put that, at, we actually hand out that recipe card when we sell loaves of bread to new yeah. customers and, and well, people. We've got to get a quick little plug there. So we had the toast points at the IVP social that um, Julie St. Marie catered and uh, they're, they look great on a charcuterie board. I can I can now pronounce that word. I've I've ordered enough of them that I can yeah. pronounce it. Say it again, Steve. Say charcuterie. It. Yes. Very fancy. Some toast points with charcuterie fine cheeses is uh, pretty pretty great. So that's awesome to know that you know it's bread that maybe otherwise would have been Waste. wasted. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, it's it's just one of the things that you know we're we're really passionate about is just trying to build sustainably, trying to grow sustainably, yeah, yeah. be good stewards of of mm. cottage food, be good stewards of you know the resources we use. You know we we put solar panels on our house mm. to help offset all of our electricity draw. You know, and on days when we're not running all of our ovens, we we do that. And so sustainability is just really part of like who we are at our core. And so finding ways to, to, to use this. Um, otherwise, you know, we donate it to farms that have, you know, yeah. animals that can, can, there isn't a pig farmer that'll turn down a loaf of bread, yeah, uh, <laughs> right? And, and we have some great ones in the county and we're happy to, you know, offload our access to them so that, you know, this can just be used effectively. That's awesome. And but one, one thing I now recall, um, you at least did it, once or twice at the heroes market was the buy a loaf give a loaf program Could yeah you... it's it's a it's buy a loaf uh for yourself and we ask folks you know would they like to buy a slice for their neighbor yeah right and the concept there is we we were doing this from very early on we wanted to donate bread to people who needed it yeah. bread has been part of our society and and part of a staple of people's diets and it really it hurts me in a place uh deeper than I, I can really like articulate to think that there are folks that need bread. Yeah. We have the capacity to make it mm -hmm. and they just don't have access to it. So mm -hmm. we, uh, for a while, we've partnered with um, the Anne Arundel County Food Bank uh, right. and we go to locations that they're donating food. They, they bring their truck, they, they help stock these food pantries. Um, and we, to, to date, we've donated well over 500 loaves of bread. Wow, um, wow. And the, these aren't day-old loaves. These are, oh. we, we actually do special bakes with our same high-quality, organic, stone-milled, locally-sourced flour. And we bake these loaves fresh that morning so that the folks that are, are truly in need of a loaf of bread can get something nutritious, delicious, and made with, with love for them. And That's so... Awesome. Um, yeah, we're actually coming up on uh, another big donation. You know, people this time of year are, are incredibly generous, and we, we yep. always encourage that. But, yeah, the, the whole idea was, you know, if you're buying a loaf for yourself, if you have an extra dollar on you and you want to buy a slice for your neighbor, it helps offset um, our yeah. costs, which we just pay out of pocket to help make this for, for the various food drives. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's probably, you know, it might be the best loaf they get all year so it's a real highlight um i hope it brings some joy i hope it brings you know some 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 good nutrition to them i hope yeah. it it gives them just a, a little bit of love right because yeah. that again going back to yeah. the, the 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 concept it's just we you gotta lead with love and you gotta yeah. leave with your 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 morals yep awesome yeah 
So uh, we have a very serious moment of the podcast. Um, don't don't you smile? You are not supposed to smile. Don't you smile? I'm distracted by the bread, but <laughs> <laughs> um. where we ask you, it used to be top five. Now we we understand that. A lot of our guests, they, they can't do the five. It can be intimidating for... It's very intimidating because you can't do the five. We, we, we ain't going to actually do the five. What we want to ask you is, what are your top? Just top. Leave it out in the open. What are your top places to... Well, let, let's, let's, let's start with the tips first. What are your top tips for starting and having your business? And what would you give to other entrepreneurs? So top tips. Um, if you're going to start a business, do something that even if you never got paid for it again, you would still be excited to wake up and do. I, That's a darn good tip. I never complain when my alarm goes off at 3 a.m. <laughs> to go bake bread. Yeah. I... I genuinely feel privileged to know that something that I've worked on and the craft that I'm continuing to, to grow is something that's going to get to to hopefully be on someone's table be a, a shared memory with their family just a moment of enjoyment mm-hmm. um, that's that is by far my top tip and then you know be the business that you want to be right be authentic yeah. lead with your values if if doing something in business doesn't make you feel great, don't find a way to make it happier. You know, pay your employees what they're worth, not what you can get away with. Sure. Give yeah. them the benefits that you would want to receive. Um, if it feels good to be generous and you, you're able to, be generous. And, and the more authentic you can be with that, success will be inevitable. And it will follow you because it's you'll find happiness in it first. That's, that's man. Some deep good tips. Very well, yeah. very well put, man. That is, <laughs> yeah. man, making me tear up over here, man. I'm, 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 <laughs> we'll go. We'll, we'll, making me re- rethink my path in life now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then I'll I'll loosen. I'm leaving. I'll loosen it up a little, then, <laughs> and just right. say you no. Know, let's bring it. Let's bring it. Let's bring I'll it go back, back to the. <laughs> I'll go back to the, give us a few of your top tips on uh, places to visit that are yeah. you know, your secret. Uh, I know you got a young one. So I do. Places right. that are obviously toddler friendly yeah. and, and wife friendly. So, so I, I love that we have a delivery to Annabeth's a couple times a week because yep. it is 100% an excuse for my wife and I to load up our baby, our dogs, go downtown, drop off fresh bread, and then just go wander around downtown. Yep, I, lo- I go once a week at least, just walk in the streets. You, we, you know, I'm gonna throw a couple shout outs, right? Like yep. we've never once uh, passed up an opportunity to get ice cream for our dogs at Salty Paws, uh, right? Okay, yes. uh, get Maybe get some ice cream for ourselves. It's at um, one of the many places uh, that are down there. Yep. Uh, just enjoy being on the waterfront, enjoy the, the historic, beauty of of the 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 place we live um alternatively if if it's not a delivery day quiet waters park there is nothing more beautiful than some of like what 
what the county has and maintains that just such a uh, it's such a privilege to, to be able to go and enjoy these things and you know if uh, if we didn't have all those things I would just be going to all the wonderful restaurants here yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking at you Monica from bread and butter kitchen yep. uh, you have not made a dish that I haven't wanted to order five more of um, <laughs> or any of the other wonderful places that we have to eat around here yeah there's no shortage no. there's no shortage so at all fortunate, right They're constantly coming um, well then yeah for one little fun final one uh, given your uh, vast knowledge of all things bread and how um, how much we all love it could you give us just a couple of your top tips on not all of them but sure. just a couple of them because I know you've probably got some personal ones sure. um, a couple of your top tips on how to actually enjoy some of your bread so I'm gonna I'm a purist at heart I I still enjoy taking a loaf straight out of the oven ripping it open like a grizzly bear with my hands <laughs> <Yeah>. and just <laughs> just enjoying yep. what happened uh and, and that's kind of one of our like our guilty pleasures of being in the bakery well, i'm guessing you can't beat that smell that's yeah. in that that mm -hmm. that it's, whole kitchen there, there are very few joys uh that can equate to warm bread fresh out of the oven yeah. mm -hmm. so if you're interested in that we are hiring oh, just good. throwing a plug yeah. out there <laughs> we're uh, all about job creation yeah. so yeah we, we we have one uh one baker on staff and we're we're actively looking for more and, awesome. and market help as well so if you're interested yeah. if that sounds good to you um, but then you know I always like to say and I, 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 I posted this over over the years on our social media it's you know bread with friends yeah. and and that is finding other local foods right whether it's local butter from our, our, our friends at Nice Farms Creamery or local yep. jam for our friends at Fructose and Spice or, yep. you know, fresh eggs from any one of the wonderful yep. farms here. Microgreens on top of it from our friends at uh, Mise en Place, yep. right? There's so many different ways. Have bread with your friends. Yep. And and for us, it's, it's, it's our local community. But, you know, I did bring a lot of bread here today and I'm hoping you all will join me oh, in we will be having some 100%. bread. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. With yeah. that being said, yeah. uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Episode over. Right. <laughs> um, well, the, well, since we are close to the end, I know, uh, I know you you do drop a few tips on ways that you're enjoying some of your own bread with other products on your socials. So right. if you could remind everyone out there um, where to find Makeatha. That's not Makeith. Makeatha. <laughs> Yeah, so you can find us uh, on Instagram. We're yeah. makeatha underscore bread. Uh, on Facebook, we're at makeatha. Uh, you can always just go to our website, you know, makeatha.com, right? And, and from there, you can order online for our Sunday markets, right? right. You can pre-order off our menu and get uh, any of the breads or, or pastries that we're making. Um, we also have our Thanksgiving menu up. I was going to say, we should... Not go without mentioning that this is this is around Thanksgiving and, and Christmas yeah. obviously isn't that far off either. So totally right. Order your holiday breads if you want to make sure you get them. Right. Yeah, we 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 actually you know this is kind of our busiest season right now between yeah. uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving. It's a it's a full out sprint to right. make sure we're we're getting fresh bread and pastries and pies to yeah. all of our customers. So um, go to our website. You can always contact us on social media. 
or what I would honestly prefer, come down and see us at any one of our farmer's markets we're at. Yep. We're at um, Honey Harvest for their first Sunday market right. uh, all year round. And all year round, every Sunday, rain or shine, snow, sleet or hail, also occasional good weather because we are in Maryland, yeah. uh, you can find us at the Anne Arundel County's Farmer's Market with some of the best food uh, this county has to offer. Yep. Uh, and that runs every Sunday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. all year round. Yep, that's where I'm usually seeing you for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just to remind everyone out there um, that you can watch this podcast, uh, future podcasts and past podcasts um, on both Facebook and YouTube. And then you can listen to them, of course, wherever you get your pod. Uh, and hope you'll keep following us on social to, to know about the latest and greatest um, economic development news uh, throughout Anne Arundel County. So with that, uh, thanks for joining us, Tom. And to everyone out there that's listening or watching, we hope you and yours have a great uh, holiday season coming together. And hopefully, I think I'm going to finally do this. Breaking some bread at the table. <laughs> <laughs>